This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. My God and I go in the field together. We walk and talk as good friends should and do. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I walk through the meadows here. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I walk through the meadows here. Lord tells me of the years that went before me, when heavenly plans were made for me to be. When all was but a dream of inconception, to come to life, first verdant glory see. When all was but a dream of inconception, to come to life, first verdant glory see. My God and I will go for a together. This earth will pass and with the common trifles, but God and I will go unendingly. This earth will pass and with the common trifles, but God and I will go unendingly. Perfect 
Welcome to worship, good neighbors. Our prayer is that today that we would see Jesus. We come together to worship a God who loves, a God who teaches wisdom, a God who delights in righteousness, a God who seeks loyalty and faithfulness, a God who rewards those who trust, a God who loves those who love. You are listening to a new Neighbors United in Christ Parish Worship Service, sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tague, and thanks today to Jim Halgrud and Debbie Tague, our musicians. And today for our children's sermon, we'll just share a few children's songs that I hope you can sing along. And then thanks again to our recording engineer, Isaac. Christensen. You are able to join us by NUIC podcast and at 8 a.m. each Sunday morning on WPCA Radio 93.1 FM and its live internet stream on www.wpcaradio.org. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, and through our website at www.nuicparish.org. Next Sunday, we will be having our worship at uh, Little Falls at 930 and again, you would all be welcome. We want to thank WPCA Radio for this broadcast. The church is anywhere people gather in Jesus' name. Even when we are not together in a church building, God continues to be present in the creative and intentional ways that we gather for worship. Therefore, wherever you are at this time, worshiping in Jesus' name, your present location is the church. You may want to have a cloth to lay before you, a candle and a cross to make a small worship space to enhance your at-home worship. You may also want to have a Bible uh, along with some other worship materials to read along with the lessons. As we begin worship, it is our desire to honor God, to open our hearts to the spirit of God's love and presence. And we begin with the invocation. Dedicating this hour to the presence and purposes of God, we worship together. With God the Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Spirit, our breath of life. Amen. We'll continue with the confession of sin and forgiveness. We confess our sins before God and one another. God of wisdom and grace, too often we have sought happiness in all the wrong places. We have put, out, put our own needs above the needs of others. We have ignored your pleas to care for one another 
and have fought to care only for ourselves. We have forgotten to trust in you. Forgive us for our selfishness, our immaturity, and our blatant disregard for others. Restore us by your grace. Amen. Our God sees and knows our sin. God also sees and loves our humanity. On this day, I proclaim to you the entire forgiveness of all your sin, given as a gift of joy by a wise and loving God. Amen. We'll continue then with our gathering songs. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that thou art. Thou my blessed thought both by day and by night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my life. Be thou my wisdom and thou my true word. I ever with thee and thou with me, Lord. Thou my soul shelter and thou my whole tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power of my Riches I heed not, nor vain empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only, the first in my heart. Great God of heaven, my treasure thou Light of my soul after victory won, may I reach heaven's joys, O heaven's sun, heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O And the 
or demons or men or whatever it be. No water can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey my will. Peace be still, peace be still. They all shall sweetly obey my will. Peace, 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 peace. Master, with anguish of spirit, I bow in my grief today. The depths of my sad heart are troubled. Awaken and save, I pray. Torrents of sin and of anguish sweep o'er my sinking soul. And I perish, I perish, dear Master. Oh, hasten and take control. The wind demons or men or whatever it be no water can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies they all shall sweetly Peace be still, 
peace be still they all shall sweetly continue with this morning's litany come and learn wisdom he will listen and learn we will listen and learn about our god come and listen to truth even if it is hard to hear we will listen come and know that i have always been we delight in wisdom as god does happy are those who listen to wisdom we watch daily at wisdom's gates. Whoever finds me finds life. We praise our God for the gift of wisdom. Will you pray with me? God of creation, your wisdom has been woven into the fabric of all things that you have made. Make us aware of you and your goodness in all things and at all times. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I encourage you now to share the sign of peace where you bless yourself or someone worshiping with you today, beginning with a touch on the forehead and using the Trinity formula. Be blessed or I am blessed in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, we turn to the Holy Scriptures. And if you have a Bible with you, I invite you to turn with us and follow along with the Scripture readings. The first readings, reading is from Proverbs the eighth chapter, verse 1 through 11, 22 through 36. Does not wisdom call, and does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights, beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries out, To you, O people, I call, and my cry is to all that live. Oh, simple ones, learn prudence, acquire intelligence. You who lack it, hear, for I will speak noble things, and from my lips will come what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. They are all straight to one who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Take my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels, and all that you may desire cannot compare with her. The Lord created me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of long ago. Ages ago I was set up, at the first before the beginning of the earth. When there was no depth, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. When he had not yet made earth and fields or the world's first bits of soil, when he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made the sky, made firm the skies above when he established the foundations of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters might not transgress his command, 
when he marked out the foundations of the earth. Then I was beside him, like a master worker, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing the earth. Rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the human race. And now, my children, listen to me. Happy are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. Happy is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But those who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. We'll have some songs for the children at this time. Here comes Jesus, see him walking on the water. He'll lift you up, and he'll help you to
second reading of the Holy Gospel according to John, chapter 8, verses 56 to 59. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. And the Jews said to him, You are not yet 50 years old, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, an interesting gospel lesson along with the first reading. Sometimes it's kind of hard to put the two together other than that we start to understand that many times we have a hard time understanding who Jesus is. 
And obviously the Jewish people or the leaders here when they heard this, him talk about having seen Abraham, kind of wondered if he was crazy and had gone off the deep end. So how do we deal with wisdom in a story like this? Well, first of all, we need to get to the place where we talk about what is basic to us again. What is it that drives us? What is it that moves us and makes us uh, people of God and, and in a sense really gives us wisdom? I'm kind of smiling because later on, our first part of September, I'm going to my 60th class reunion. And sometimes I kind of think about when we get this old, we still get concerned about how we look. Are they going to think I'm really old? Do they think I'm really fat? Do they think I'm going to die the next week or two? Do they think I'm really successful and I've done well? What are these people that I grew up with? What are they going to think? Sometimes we get concerned about the outward appearance and forget about who we are and what's basic to us. Again, in Reuben K. Youngdahl's book, he talks about a young man who came back from university uh, and had done really well. And he was voted by his classmates as being the one most likely to succeed. And when he got 25 years later back to that class reunion, his fine appearance impressed his classmates as he walked on the campus. You look wonderful, they exclaimed. You must be doing extraordinarily well. Well, yes, I am very fit, said the first man. Did you strike it rich, asked his friend. Yes, I struck it rich. Make no mistake about that. Gold or silver or money or stocks, asked the inquirer. No, he said, God. Here is a man who had discovered the secret of living. He had come to the conclusion that the richest life he could have would be one which made him a partner of God and therefore a joint heir of Jesus Christ. This opportunity is available to us also. As we see in the wisdom literature, it says choose wisdom over silver, over gold, that wisdom is much, much more important. And yet in our culture, in our day, you don't see any fast ways to get wisdom. You don't see on TV commercials about how to put wisdom in a bottle and to just drink a little bit of it and you're wise or to figure out some way that you can get through it quickly. In fact, even our colleges are moving away from wisdom more to information learning. Wisdom is more than just information gathered. It takes wisdom to be perceptive and to look inside of what is important. But how do we get wisdom? Sometimes it's because we look, we hear, we listen. In fact, uh, from a book, Reflections and Discovery from, uh, from Guilt and Powerlessness, 
a Christian response to human suffering. Many Christians have found that face-to-face -face encounters with people who suffer is the best way to discover what the reality is and how we can respond. It can happen while riding a bus to work, when serving food at a soup kitchen, when visiting with a refugee family, or while on a trip to a third world country. A group leader said to those about to embark on a journey into a poverty situation, be ready to meet Jesus in the faces of those you encounter. In the debriefing after the trip, one person commented, God is trying to say something to us today and is saying it through those in poverty. I wonder if we are able to listen. Like seeing Jesus in the face of another, listening also to a key discovery. So many of our biases, stereotypes, and fears are the result of not being with people long enough to listen to them. When people know they have been listened to, they receive a sense of dignity and power. As listeners, we experience a new relationship with those who suffer. We are empowered and healing begins when we have taken time to listen, not to just words spoken, but to feelings, atmosphere, hopes, circumstances. That's when we become wiser. So we need to listen. The text studies, as pastors have talked, we, we talk quite often on how it has changed in our culture when we first started ministry to where it is now. How our young people view the world, how they re view Christians, and it is remarkably different. Some of it, we would say, is not good. Some of it is powerful. We need to listen to hear what they're saying and why they're saying it so that we somehow can learn. How do we learn? Well, it's taking time to listen, but it's also thinking, taking time to ponder what goes on. In homing, I have a friend who is admired by all who know him for his wisdom and creativity. Throughout his life, he had been a voracious reader, but now his sight is failing. He recently served as a resource person at a study workshop. After the workshop, I met a student who had attended and asked, was he in his usual excellent form? Yes, he answered. I especially remember his opening remark. He was standing at the front of the room, looking out at us, we all knew that his eyesight was getting poor. He waited for the room to become quiet and said, I can't read much anymore, so I don't think about as many things as I once did. And then he paused and added, but I think more. Isn't that interesting? I think more. We seek breadth naturally. We frequently need no urging to be interested in many different things. We like to take pride in the fact that we're always learning something new, but when our options are suddenly narrowed through illness or accident or some other circumstance, we find ourselves with time we never had before. Although we wouldn't choose it, our sudden deprivation can be an act of grace. Without it, we might miss the chance to examine ourselves and reach new understanding. A crisis can help us stop, think, 
and absorb more fully the depths of God's will and purpose for us. This process can move us from being simply informed to being truly wise. Paul the Apostle urges us to think selectively and with discrimination. He advises us to be less concerned about details and to concentrate on what is true, honorable, just, pure, gracious, excellent. Our wisdom can flourish if we take the time to think about these things. Have you taken time recently to think of these things? About what is good? Or do we end up spending most of our time dealing with what is wrong? I got a text the other day from a former parishioner that I, uh, she was expressing her concern over a group that she was in in a Bible study. And after responding on some things and talking about some of these things to take time about what is honorable and good because they were talking about all the things that were bad and about lukewarm Christians and that their faith wasn't true enough and they were going to hell. She said, thanks for your words. She said, I feel like we were at a restaurant that served us really good food and it was so good. And, but instead of talking about how good the food was, we started picking about what things weren't quite right. He said, that's sometimes how I feel with certain groups in the church. We spend all our time thinking about the things that aren't right, not about the good grace of God. The other thing that I mentioned again last week and even this story ahead, prayer is important because we see that wisdom comes for those who ask. Solomon did it, who as he was becoming king and had all these things at his fingertips. Did he want to be rich? Did he want to be powerful? What was it he wanted? And he said wisdom. Jesus said in his ministry, seek and ye will find, knock and the door will be opened, ask and it will be given. You see, prayer is the relation language between God and us. And in that, if we understand that God is the one who gives wisdom, then ask God for it. And then ask and ask again. And keep wondering and asking questions about what's going on in our world and where we see God. And, and so then we, when we see hard things that we don't understand, we look to God. Sometimes it's silence, sometimes there are some things that really come true to us and it, it becomes very real that he's answered our prayer. Sometimes when we see good things we in, uh, in our prayers, we praise and give thanks because our relationship with God is what is important. And if we understand that, then we become wise or at least wiser. I've struggled over the last while as I keep hearing people talking about the end times and there's been questions about that from different people. And we're missing the boat so much when we talk about our, even at our funerals, about, well, he's going to go see grandpa and grandma or he's going to see mom and dad again or they went to see a brother or a sister or a dear friend or a husband or a wife 
and those things are all good. But the real question is, what is heaven about anyway? It's seeing now in a mirror dimly and then face to face. It's not about the things of heaven. It's about coming face to face with God and being at peace with God. I think I told you this maybe last week, but again, it was from Homing and uh, the book by Gerhard Frost, the, as he watched a grand, uh, or a father walking his little girl in the airport and they were getting ready to head a, on a journey. And he looked and he says, well, where are we going, dear? And she didn't say New York or California or Iowa or Wisconsin. She said, we're going to grandma's. You see, the place wasn't important. The person was. Grandma, where are you going? Where are we going? You see, it's not just heaven. It's not just having that. It's the very simple fact that not we know. We are going to see God. We're going to see Jesus face to face. We will see God who is loving, caring, grace-filled, honorable, true, wise. We will come to understand so many things about our own life, but so many more things to learn and to grow in, in joy of celebration of God's goodness. And together we will walk because he loves us. Amen. Take time to be holy Speak oft with the Lord Abide in Him always And feed on His Word Make friends of God's children Help those who
Will you confess with me your faith, our faith, in the words of the Apostles' Creed? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffering under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, on the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. together for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Creator God, you have infused your presence into every created thing. Teach us your ways and show us the path to righteousness, wisdom, and happiness. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. In all created things, there is knowledge of you. Help us to protect and care for all that you have made, so that all people of all generations can continue to learn and grow. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. In the wake of so many destructive things, terrorism, consumerism, selfishness, Lord, we ask that you make strong those things that can overpower even the greatest of evils peace, justice, compassion, and love. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. Grant healing and wholeness to all who are in need of restoration of body, mind, or spirit, especially Kelsey Zamuda, Joyce Anderson, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Jim Wade, Ron Lee, Maury Nicholson and Lee Nicholson, Ida Martinson, Helen Erickson, Julie Dubois, Scott Morgan, Matt Quirup, Randy Goglin, Helen Jorgensen, Becky Anderson, Shirley Lenz, Dave Christensen, and Alicia Strike. We'd also remember the family of Betty Hansen. Help us to remember in prayer all who suffer. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. Bring down the destructive forces of self-seeking, the striving for power, the acquiring of more. 
lift up the life-giving forces of selflessness, the fight for justice, and the simplification of complicated lifestyles. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. We remember the saints that have gone on before us and rejoice in the wisdom they shared with us, teaching us to seek you over seeking possessions. God of wisdom, in mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, loving God, we lift all for whom we pray, confident in your grace and mercy through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love, send us power, send us grace. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church. Even when we are physically distant, we invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, your home congregation, the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors. Gracious and holy God, bless these tithes and offerings we have given for the sake of the kingdom. Let the grace and generosity of the Father be the light that guides us. The compassion of the Son be the love that inspires us and the presence of the Spirit be the power that moves us. Continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. Walk slow, count the clouds as they pass. Walk slow, count the daisies in the grass. Life is fast, we're forever on the go. Take the time to take it in and walk slow. Walk slow, walk slow as you travel down life's way. Walk slow, walk slow as you live it day by day. Pay attention as you go. And walk slow, walk slow, better show the world a smile, walk slow, just as if you were a child, 
Enjoy Mother Nature and her show. Life will walk along beside you. Walk slow. Walk slow. Through the sunshine and the rain. Walk slow. You won't pass this way again. Just appreciate and let the ages roll. Savor all you've come to know and walk slow. Walk slow. Walk slow. As you travel down life's way, walk slow. As you live it day by day, pay attention as you go and walk slow. Walk slow. Thank you for listening to a Neighborhood United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Duranda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Church. Our small towns are be confident on the path you That's NUIC Parish.org. may keep up. Walk slow. Walk slow. As you travel.